Is there not an entire section on this subject? And no, yes, I may have changed my mind in the meantime on that, so it's unfair. I may have, I may have changed my mind about Mithra, for example. Is, is, your, is your book for sale about it? Yes, it what have you ever asked God for forgiveness? <laughs> I'm not sure I have. I just go and try and do a better job from there. I don't think so. Let me tell you, 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 let where do, where do you even start? I mean, the only place we can start is with George Floyd and um, the the tragic uh, death that that occurred at the hands of a police officer. Um, and then, of course, what happened in the aftermath that I mean, we all watched the video in horror. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody who did not look at that video with just shock. I mean, to, to watch a man kneel on another man's neck for, I mean, the video itself was five, some six minutes long. Uh, apparently, I mean, I've heard different numbers for the totality of the time from seven to nine minutes that that officer, and honestly, I don't even know the officer's name, um, something, I don't know, I don't care. I don't want to know the officer's name until he is put under the prison, right? I don't, it doesn't matter. The, the name that matters is, is George Floyd. Um, the officer that murdered him doesn't matter. But of course, so immediately what happens in every one of these situations and everyone that we've watched from, from Trayvon Martin to uh, Tamir Rice uh, Mike Brown, Philandro Castile, you name it, um, you know, Eric Garner, Freddie Gray, you know the names, right? The, the hashtags that have come out. Immediately, somebody says, well, what did they do? It doesn't matter. Nothing that this man did. There's one instance in this where we can look at and say the what the officer did was justified and that's the case of Mike Brown because forensically and so on when all the facts come together he went for the gun so now it's a, a case of of two men essentially fighting for their lives right what i mean Apparently, Mike Brown felt threatened enough that he went after the officer's gun. Now, Darren Wilson feels threatened enough that now there's, there is a fight for the gun. And Mike Brown is killed. But again, looking at the uh, everything that happened, I mean, even assaulting an officer is not a death penalty offense. Right, even if that were the the worst case scenario, that's not a death penalty offense. Assaulting an officer is is illegal; it's a crime. 
Michael Brown stealing cigars from a, a convenience store was a crime, not a death penalty crime. George Floyd, whether and and again, I mean the stories that I hear, I don't know the 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 definitive what happened, whether it was forging a, a, a illegal check of some kind or also read that he passed a, a counterfeit $20 bill. None of these things are death penalty crimes. These are not things that, that warrant dying. Even resisting arrest, if that were the case. And, and from what I, I mean, I, I've seen little clips and, and bits and pieces of the, the videos. The one video that I have seen and watched is the kneeling on his neck. What caused him to die? So, I don't know what they defined as resisting arrest, but then you the picture from the other side is there are three officers holding him down. He is handcuffed, held down by three officers, one of whom has their knee on his neck. This entire situation was excessive force. It was bad police work. Now again, we come to all the all the questions come up. You know, and initially it, it's it's racism well the reality is we have except for the fact that floyd george george floyd floyd well that george floyd is a black man there's nothing to indicate that race was a factor what we have is that it was just bad police work right but again we can we can back uh, let me back up because yes and no Kurt Kennedy tweeted after Ahmaud Arbery was murdered the the tweet and it, it'll stick with me um, forever. I mean, because it's it's such a precise definition of what this is about. And he tweeted out, "I don't fit the description of a crime. I fit the description of your fear." That's the only reason why you have three men, one of whom has their, ne- their knee on his neck, holding this man down is the fear. The fear of a black man. And that, and in that, so again, is it that these officers, maybe, maybe this officer, the, the one who, who knelt on his neck was a racist. We don't know. We have nothing to say that he was a white supremacist or a racist or anything that he got up that morning with the intention of going out and murdering a black man. But we can, we can, what's the word I want to look for? Not accurately, but we can. Within the realm of probability, we can assume that there was a a level of fear. I mean, there are stories coming out that these two guys, the, the George and the police officer who killed him, worked together a year ago as security in a, a nightclub in Minneapolis. So, I mean, that opens the door to all kinds of other issues. Was there a personal thing? Did this officer recognize him and, and, and remember some beef that he had with him in the past? I don't know. 
I don't know. But what we do know, and this will, will lead into the rest of it, is is I can't say absolutely for sure that this incident was a case of systemic racism. But what we can say, based on overwhelming just incidents of what is happening, is... And and again, I have to use I have to choose my words carefully. That it absolutely appears because somebody's going to come back with with some stats, you know, your your Candace Owens or Ben Shapiro's or whoever, both of which I've I've listened to and have liked. Um, I I don't know what if I really have a, a major argument with with Ben Shapiro in this situation I do with, with Candace Owen um, but they're going to come with some some statistics to say well you know white people are killed more by police than black uh, from and Trayvon Martin wasn't killed by a police officer but just an overzealous neighborhood watch idiot but from Trayvon, Tamir Rice, uh, Philandro Castillo, Mike Brown, uh, Eric Garner, Freddie Gray, the list goes on and on. Uh, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, again, not killed by a police officer, but a former prosecutor and you know vigilante uh, justice. Don't, that, that word doesn't even fit, but... So we have this long list of people, you know, both of Jean. We can we can go on. I, I wish I could remember. I can't remember her last name. Um, Tatiana, something. A woman shot through her window in her own home with her nephew. So again, we have this list. We have this long growing list of black people who have been killed whether it's race related or not bad police work has been the cause of the deaths very publicly displayed deaths of black people in the last 10 years and so is that indicative of a problem absolutely is it indicative of a race problem I don't know, but it's definitely indicative of horrible, horrible police work. Now, again, we can't blanket statement all of this. You know, not all black people are criminals. Not all cops are bad. Not all white people are racist. You know, again, we, we can we can look at these things and here and now. So here's what we we get with most of these situations and where they've gone to is we're, we're getting into riots and and here again uh, there's so many directions i want to want to go in talking about this is it's just it's hard to even keep it all straight um, there's such a a frustration that happens because i am angry i mean I, i'm just i have a i have a tv screen over on this side that is constantly throwing up pictures um as a, as i go so usually it's not real distracting but my sister-in-law and my niece who are both black, just pop up in a picture. So 
while I will never know what it's like to be black, I will never know what it's like to walk into a store and have somebody follow me because of the color of my skin. I'll never know that. I'll never go out uh, and drive down the road with the same kind of fear of being pulled over by a police officer as a black man does. I won't, and I can't, I will, I would never in, indicate any, anywhere would I, that I understand that. But I, I have black people that I love very, very much. My sister-in-law, my niece, my brother-in-laws, you know, another sister-in-law, and so, while I'll never understand, I still feel the frustration when we see these black people being killed. I still feel that frustration. I feel that angst. I understand there is intense pain for them and for me to look at this every single time it happens. It, it hurts, it pains me because I know that it, it increases a level of fear in them. It increases a level of fear in my mother-in-law for her children who she worries about. I mean, my, my brother-in-law, Michael, is in Salt Lake City. He's 23, 24 years old now, somewhere in that, that range. Um, he's a young kid. And so... The, and, and he doesn't communicate with us very much. So there's always a fear of any kind of stuff that's, that's happening. Of what it, what, and he's a good kid, right? I mean, he, he goes to work, he goes home, and he plays video games, and he skateboards. So, you know, he's, he's not, you know, uh, out and about. You know, he doesn't drive. He doesn't do any of that stuff. So, um, yeah, there's, whether that gives us less cause to worry, I don't know. But... We worry. His mom worries. His, his siblings worry. I worry. And so I understand to a point the frustration and the angst that is going on. But to let that lead to what it has led to. And, and again, the, the MLK quote has been floating around quite a bit. Riot is the language of the unheard. And... I can understand to a point. I understand marching and protesting. I can even understand, you know, the, the, I should have put the picture up the, the Utah state Capitol to today, yesterday, when the protests happened down there, uh, just graffitied up F the police, all this stuff, George Floyd's names on the wall, you know, black lives matter, all the, the, the graffitis and the tags and, and so on. And it's horrible. It's that's, that's criminal. But I can understand that to a point. I can understand that the frustration of of acting out in that sense. Um, where I have a serious problem, and most uh, many people do, and I've seen it, white, black, both sides, um, is the 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 rioting and the looting and the the absolute destruction of. Of communities. I mean, how many? I mean, and we've seen it all over Portland, Seattle, Salt Lake City. 
Minneapolis, of course, Minneapolis. This is the community that, that, that George Floyd lived in. And they're destroying, they looted the target and destroyed it and burnt down an auto zone and other places have burnt down. And, and how many, how many black owned businesses have been looted and, and burnt down? And we've seen horrifying videos. A man in Dallas defending his, his business with a sword. Why with a sword? I, I don't know, but apparently, and I don't know for 100% sure, but I, I believe I read somewhere, don't hold me to this, um, fact checkers and, and you know so on. Um, I believe he died, but he was beat down. Now, the video says black mob beats down white business owners. There were white people in there that were beating this man too. It's not just black people that are out there rioting and looting. I mean, there are white people, Hispanics, you name it. They're in there. They're do. They're opportunists come from all over the place. You know, we've heard the rumors that eighty percent of the people arrested were from out of state. Well, that number was incorrect, but it is, it is reality that when these situations happen, Ferguson, Baltimore, so on, Minneapolis, when these things happen, that you get people who come from out of state, opportunists who have no no reason to come in you know no no valid reason to i mean if they're going to come and and protest and march and and great but these people are coming in because they want the free tv they want to get into that business that is being looted and take what they can i mean in minneapolis apparently there's videos of a white guy who started breaking windows well Okay, if a white guy goes through and starts breaking windows, doesn't mean everybody needs to. It, it's not suddenly free, you know. It, it, is that enough to incite? Well, people go, oh, well, there the white guy did it. Well, no. That's, that's I mean, the arguments are, are crazy that are coming up, popping up here and there about this stuff. You know, and we're seeing horrifying videos. The guy beat down because he was defending his building. I watched a, a video of a woman who was defending her business and she was beat up by dudes. This is a woman and she was brutalized by these. And, and I won't call them men because they're not men. They're cowards. And, and so, and then, and then you get the, the people who are, are posting the things that if you're complaining about the riots and then, then you care more about materialistic stuff than you do about human lives and, and black lives and, and so on. And, and that's a BS argument too. That is such a, a false, I always want, I want to say false dichotomy and I'm always, I'm afraid that I'm using that, that term wrong. It, but it is it's it's a it's a false dichotomy that that you if you if you complain and you have an issue with riots that for whatever reason you didn't care about George Floyd it is fully possible to be outraged by both i mean there are pictures right now of a a, a black business owner that was killed because he was trying to 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 defend his business against looters well now, okay. Now, which Black Lives Matters more? Do is is it still free reign to to 
to tear stuff up and kill people because people have died in these riots. So that's not a, a, a good argument anyway that you don't care about lives because I care about the lives that are being lost. There was another black man who was killed by rioters as he was defending his business. So which black lives matter more? Do Is it still free game to go tear stuff up because of, of George Floyd? Or should this other black man, and I wish I had gotten his name, but I didn't, but is now now should the riots be shut down because another black man was killed do you, do you see and i i'm i'm making this argument not in in the in the real sense but i'm trying to show the inconsistencies and then people who are like well you should just unfriend me if you care more about materialism than than human life no because that was the same argument that was happening a week ago when we were saying open up the economy, well, you just want your economy back and your freedoms and you don't care about people who are dying. Well, nobody's social distancing in these these riots. And that seems to be okay. So again, the ridiculousness of, of the arguments is, is what I'm really trying to put down. And the fact that if we, we walk in a consistent worldview, then we can walk and we can say we are outraged by both. I am furious that another white police officer has killed another black man because now we see the same things happening that has happened in every single one of these and and predictably you know everyone's like well well you know the 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 armed people protest to to open up the economy got white guys with guns and no one bothered them and but the police responded immediately to these with with riot gear. It's because history has shown that that's the direction these goes. Ferguson, Baltimore, so on. History has shown that when these situation happen situations happen that they're absolutely tragic. That riots happen afterwards. So police prepare in riot gear. When you have other armed. Uh, protests at state capitals over opening the economy we have no history of those turning into violent riots so no police don't respond in riot gear so it's it's comparing apples to battleships again when in reality and, and again I, I go back to, to Kurt Kennedy and the the song no justice in off of his album c4 where he talks about again you know did was was the cop a racist or was was the guy going after the gun or what what whatever have we forgot that somebody just lost a son I, i don't know if george floyd was married i don't know if he had a wife i don't know if he had kids but i know he had a mama and I'll tell you this, and I've said it on Facebook, and I'll say it right here. You know, as all these people are coming out and looting, and I, I understand protest. I understand demonstrating to say we feel like there is a problem in the community with black men being killed by police officers. I understand that. I understand wanting your voice to be heard. But that does not translate into stealing flat screen TVs and burning down a target. If, if how do you make that connection? How do you how? It's crime for crime, and the connections don't work. 
I can I can guarantee you this. George Floyd's mama is not sitting in her living room watching a brand new stolen TV tonight. I don't I I seriously doubt anyone in his circle of friends or anybody in his immediate community. I, I mean, I praise God that I'm reading things that 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 he was saved, that he was a man of faith. I'm I'm I'm, I'm grateful for for that fact. But it it's still horrifying that he is gone. Because somebody, some police officer, thought it necessary to kneel on his neck for up to nine minutes. But how do we, how is burning down buildings and stealing things, how does that honor the memory of a Christian man? How? How is that honoring to him to burn down the community in which he lived, in which he ministered, in which he cried out for for young men to, to stay away from gun violence, to put down the guns, to stop being violent? How is violence honoring to this man's memory? It's not. It's not. Protesting, marching. Understandable, completely understandable, maybe a little, again, it, it, it sounds almost duplicitous, but, but overturning a police car, breaking some windows in a police station, it's criminal and I'm, 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 I'm against it, but I can, I can stretch and understand that graffiti on the state Capitol. I can, I can stretch and understand that. Because I've been frustrated in the past and I've wanted to to break things and, and, and so on. But to steal and destroy? It's a far cry from protest and vandalism. And as many people are, you know, and, and, and again, it, it, my wife made the comment she almost feels and so she's just kind of stayed out of it. As much as she wants to, to to make comments and so on, she stayed out of it because she feels like she's damned if she does and she's damned if she doesn't. You know, to 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 repost the the memes of Martin Luther King who never was in a riot, and never burned anything down, and never you know never killed anybody, never firebombed anything, never burned anything, right? But then the other people are coming back and going, well, he was assassinated and it obviously didn't change anything. So we have to do this. What did it change in Ferguson? What did it change in Baltimore? You know, we're hearing people say that this is the only thing that anything is going to change. What has it changed? The definition of insanity is performing the same uh, activities, expecting different results. This is not the way to honor the memory of a Christian man by burning down his community. But maybe I'm just a racist white guy and I don't care. 
and I care more about material stuff than this man here. Maybe I care about material stuff over the the fear that that my siblings, my wife's siblings live with. Maybe I just care more about that or maybe I care about honoring the memory, honoring the mama of this man by not destroying her community that she still has to live in. Yes, I want to see justice. The police officer that that knelt on his neck has been arrested. The other three officers that were there have been fired. I hope that in, in the days to come that they will be arrested as well and charged as accessories to murder. I'm hoping. We'll see. But the system is doing what the system can do. Is it a broken system? Maybe. Maybe we need some change to the system. Honestly, I would love to see some change to the system. I would have loved to have seen the very next day the officer that killed this man tried, commi- uh, uh, sentenced, and executed. Take him out the back of the courthouse and put a bullet in his head. Because that would be justice. And I have no problem with that. I am I am all for the death penalty and and especially in a case like this where this man will go to prison and he'll have year after year after year of appeal. Why are we giving anybody appeal when we watched him murder this man? Put him in the courthouse, give him his trial, convict him and put him to death in the back of the courthouse, put him in a box, put him in the ground and be done with it. That's what I would love to see. So yes, maybe our system does need to be fixed, but the system as it is, is doing what it can. The officer's been arrested. He will be tried. I certainly hope he is convicted because if he's not, then we're going to go all through this cycle again, just like we did in 90, 94, 92, with the riots in 92 and then again in, in uh, you know, year after as these things have gone. So I'm praying for George's family. I'm praying for his mother. I want to honor this man as best as I can. But I also, I can't just stand by and be silent as other people's livelihoods and other people's lives are being taken in the name of in the name of what? I, I I can't even give a name to what is happening. Protesting and yes. Destroying and, and again people now we gotta go on this tangent. The the Boston Tea Party. Well that was Boston Tea Party was a criminal act. And I'll say it right now. Did it lead to the, the founding of our country's Revolutionary War and so on? Absolutely. Was it a criminal act? Absolutely. It was a crime for them to destroy the, the, the tea and the ships and whatever that they did and so on. 
however the, the, uh, that all played out. But the destruction, theft of property, the destruction of property was all a crime. And, but it, 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 it was what it was. And, and there's no way I'm not justifying it. I'm not going, well, I'm glad that, well, I guess I am kind of glad it happened. I'm glad the catalyst came to, to, to get us a, the nation that we have. But it was a crime. Would I have participated in it? No, I would not. Well, maybe I would. I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't say what I would do. Hypotheticals mean nothing to me. Facts mean to mean things to me. And the Boston Tea Party, I will proclaim it now, was a criminal act. Just like burning down AutoZone was a criminal act. And looting uh, Target was a criminal act. And the murder of George Floyd was a criminal act. As well as the murder of Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor and... Trayvon Martin and Tamir Rice. I've said the name so many times. Why do I forget them? Eric Garner, Freddie Gray. All of these situations were criminal acts. And the people who who executed these people should be tried and convicted. It's the same as this officer. But I would love to see the honoring of the memory of those who are dead be something aside from more violence. Find a way. There's got to be something other than more violence to try to honor the memory of a man who was murdered at the hands of a policeman. I'm praying praying that we find that I wish I had an absolute solution but I have a I have a I have the solution I have the absolute solution in reality and that is Jesus Christ that is the gospel and this is another thing that that makes people mad you can't just talk about preaching the gospel the only way that that police officers are going to stop killing people or other people are going to stop committing violent crimes is if they hear the gospel and their heart is changed. The the power of the Holy Spirit to to convert the power of the gospel to save and to change hearts. That's the solution. I mean again, going back to that song by Kurt Kennedy, I should play it again, but we don't have the time. You know, I'm glad that I've got an answer. And the only way to get that answer out there is to go out and to preach the gospel. To go out and share with people. I mean, I'm watching videos of different people who who are spending time, people who usually I see week after week at the abortion mills, they're now going out to the Black Lives Matters protests and preaching the gospel there. Because again, how are we going to change the hearts of people if we don't give them Jesus and let them know that he went to the cross to pay the penalty for their sin so that if they would repent and trust in him that he would save them from their, their, the penalty of sin and change their hearts. 
And people like George Floyd, who have been changed by Christ, don't commit violent crime. Or don't plan. Right? And again, someone's going to argue that point, but we'll leave it at that. Jesus can save us from all of this. But we have to go out and we have to preach the gospel. We have to share with people. And that's a great way to honor the memory of a Christian man who was murdered. And you'll never convince me any otherwise. Candace Owen and her her coroner report that says that he died from a heart condition uh, complicated by intoxicants in his body. All of that was exacerbated by a knee on his neck. This man was murdered. And violence is not the way to honor the memory of this man. The best way to honor the memory of this man is to preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. Until next week. Until next week, Soli Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.